The more you complain, the less you obtain. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part three of John Maxwell's message about our attitude. Here's John. And this is this is this 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 shows you high road, low road, how people think. Two people, hey, this is two pets in the same home, a dog and a cat. And this is the dog's diary, and then I'll read you the cat's diary. The dog's diary. 8 a.m. dog food. <gasps> My favorite thing. 9.30, a car ride. <laughs> My favorite thing. 9.40, a walk in the park. My favorite thing. 10.30 a.m., got rubbed and petted. Oh, my favorite thing. Noon, lunch, my favorite thing. Played in the yard at 1.10, my favorite thing. 3 p.m., wagged my tail, my favorite thing. 5 p.m., what milk bones, my favorite thing. 7 p.m., got to play ball, my favorite thing. 8 p.m., wow, watch TV with the people. <laughs> My favorite thing, 11 p.m., sleeping on the bed, my favorite thing. Excerpts from a cat's diary. Day 983 of my captivity. (laughs) My captors continue to taunt me with bizarre little dangling objects. The only thing that keeps me going is my dream of escape. (laughs) High road, low road, choice is yours. Let me define it for you. Low road, that's when we treat people worse than they treat us. High road, that's when we treat people better than they treat us. Middle road, that's when we treat people the same as they treat us. And Paul says, if you want to have a fulfilled life, fill your mind, have a teachable spirit, take responsibility for the attitude, Secondly, thirdly, says travel the high road. And number four, number four, understand the value. Understand the value of attitude. Understand the value of what a good attitude will do for you. See, there's a little difference in people, but that little difference is a big difference, and that little difference is the attitude. The big difference is whether it's positive or whether it's negative. And the value of the attitude can be greatly understood even at the beginning of things. A good attitude has value at the beginning of a task. In other words, all is well that begins well. And if you don't believe that, just ask any surgeon who's getting ready to take a patient into surgery. He knows that outlook of that patient is key. Ask a coach before a team plays ball. Ask a teacher before a class begins to take a test. That attitude at the beginning is so important. And the attitude... Not only the beginning is important, but a good attitude has value in the middle of the task. Sure does. It's in the middle of the task. Sometimes we get bogged down and get a little discouraged, a little tired. And an attitude of gratitude, which is huge. Here's what I've, here's what I've discovered. What we appreciate, appreciates. In other words, the little things that we have, if we really value them and appreciate them, they appreciate. That, that, that's people with good attitude. They don't have to have a lot, but, what they, but they, if they love what they have, it has a sense of appreciating within their life. And, and by the way, I've learned a long time ago that, that, that what you, the, the more you complain, the less you obtain. 
So in the middle of the task, it's so important. And then at the end of the task, a good attitude has great value at the end of a task. Let, let, me, let me close with a story about my father. I, I wish my dad were here today. He's amazing. I, I, again, I, I was very blessed to have tremendous parents. My mother passed away almost two years ago. Mom and dad had been married for 67 years. And uh, dad's 89, be 90 in November. And I just wish I had him here because he is the most positive person. What a, he got an amazing attitude, an amazing spirit. And, and he's, he is the world's greatest encourager. If you, it, it, my dad, if you met him in the lobby in two minutes, you would not want to leave him. He builds into lives. He loves people unconditionally. And he just has this spirit, this spirit of lifting people. After mom passed away, we kind of thought we needed to maybe put him in a, maybe a, a, a total care facility. He's in very good health, very good health. But we didn't like him by himself, and we kind of wanted him to have, make sure we had people around him. And so there's a wonderful place in Winter Haven, Florida, just new facility there and total care kind of thing. And so we, dad said, yeah, I'll, I'll move in there. And they were just finishing building. It wasn't even done. One day I was talking to dad, and he said, son, he said, uh, I've talked to them down there. See, my dad would go down, and the workers there that were building it, he'd go down and see them every day. He'd go back down and encourage them every day. They'd love to see him come. I mean, and he'd go get him drinks and just, just, just serve them. And he said, I've talked to them down there, and I'm going to be the first to move in. Well, I said, Dad, that's kind of nice. I said, what do you want to be the first one to move in? He said, well, son, he said, it's important for me to be there because all of these old people are going to start coming in. And he said, you know, these old people, they're coming in. They're worried. They're concerned. They're, they're leaving their family. And some of them, this is a huge transition for them. And he said, they need somebody to encourage them. And he said, I'm going to be at the front door. And when anybody, when anybody comes in, I'm going to be the first one to be. I'm going to be right at the front door, and I'm going to shake their hand. I'm going to say, my name is Melvin Maxwell, and we're going to have a good time, and we're going to get acquainted, and we're going to have meals together. And I just want you to know, everything's going to be fine. And I went, wow. We were having a discussion recently. He said, he said John, he said, isn't, isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? He said, isn't it wonderful that the older a person gets, the more they just love people? He said, I love more people. I love people more at 89 than I did at 69. He said, I just love people more. And I said, Dan, that isn't true with everybody. Oh, no, son, the older you get, the more. No, 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 Dad. No, 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 Dad. See, Dad, you have, for 89 years, been filling your mind with good stuff, and you are just full of good stuff, and you've got unconditional love all over your body. When anybody just squeezes you, it just... That's a lot of people. They haven't been filling their minds with that stuff. Can I tell you something? A lot of people are getting older, but they're not getting better. Huh? Come on, talk to me. Uh-huh. Maturity doesn't always come with age. Sometimes age comes alone. <laughs> so what's the secret? The secret's very simple. The Apostle Paul said, you can live a fulfilled life if you fill your mind with the good things. And the reason that I wanted to preach a simple little message today is just, is just for this. 
A lot of your success in the future and a lot of your success personally is going to be on the fact that you fill your mind with the right things. And when you fill your minds with the right things, the good stuff's inside of you. And when people come around you, the good stuff just creeps out and they feel the good stuff. And that's just the way God works. So let me challenge you today. Do what Paul said. And when you're 89, you'll love people like my dad. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, The Power of Your Attitude. You can find out more information about John at his website, johnmaxwell.com, and he's got lots and lots of resources, lots and lots of trainings. He's just a really great leader, and he's a leader of leaders. So hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.